This is the Women with Vision podcast, where we get real with some of the leading entrepreneurial superwomen about what it takes to build a business online and beyond with kids, husbands, and everything else. Hey there, superwomen. I am so excited today to have my next guest. And I'm excited to find out a little bit more about what she does. Um, because when I first saw it, I initially thought it was has something to do with art therapy and working with people and diagnosing and things like that. And she has says a very distinct distinction about what she does. And I'm excited to find out, um, you know, she has a BA in art and English education. Um, she has an MA in creative arts education. So definitely has been working with creativity and arts for many, many years. And I'm excited to find out how she created this program called Art as Therapy, which is, uh, I think, a little different. Lisa Brown, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. Awesome. Awesome. So first of all, where are you located in the country? I'm located in Wachung, New Jersey, which is about 20 minutes outside of Newark. Oh, right. Outside of Newark. Okay, very cool. So let's talk, let's jump right in, because I want to know the difference between what you do and how you came up with that um, type of work and, uh, and who you serve. Okay. So um, I actually came up with it. I was an artist, and I went to school to be an art teacher. And uh, when I was probably in my early 40s, I got Lyme disease. I was very, very sick for mm. five years. I had IV three times. And I found that the only time I felt better is while I was doing anything creative. So I decided that was what my, my gift was, was to bring people to a place where they could create art and just get away for a couple, a couple of hours. So I don't do any analyzing or diagnosing from their art. I don't know your background or your experiences so I can't really say if you draw a sun that that's a nice thing for you right so I I, and I don't believe that I could do that so basically what I do is I have you journal with your art yourself about what you created and why you created it and you know that better than I do from experience and the way that it makes it a little bit different is that you use both hands to write with So in other words, you ask questions with your dominant hand and you answer with your non-dominant hand. And that gives you a whole new answer, group of answers, because the, whether you're left-handed or right-handed, the hand that you don't normally write with is the intuitive one. And it has emotions attached to it and an intuition. The other hand is what you need for school, which is why you write with it. And that's logical stuff, sequential, all that stuff. And so that's the difference when we ask questions like, why is my, why is my uh, picture with a boy? What is that? Who is that boy? And then you answer with your non-dominant hand and you'll get some really good insights to yourself. Oh, that's and about yourself. Yeah. Wow. How did you, how did you realize that? Well, I actually took some training with a woman named Dr. Lucia Capiccioni, and Mm -hmm. she wrote 13 books on journaling with your art, and I've worked with her intensively, and I started my own programs, which are a little more um, art-related, have more of an art project with them, Mm -hmm. and uh, I've been teaching her 
trainees and teaching other teaching teachers basically um, how to bring this this program into their uh, into their places. And most of the times, I use it in support groups. I've done bereavement groups. I've done um, cancer survivors and their families. I've done brain injured workshops, and also for just the regular everyday pe people who want to learn a little bit more, want to create and then learn a little bit more about why they create what they create. Oh, wow. This is how, how did you start this? When did you start this? I started, yeah, I opened a business in 1998. Uh -huh. And I've been doing it ever since. And I, I actually had at the time, the way I entered into the cancer survivors program is I had, I was teaching children. And one of the mothers of the children had was a survivor. And she came and she said, do you know anybody that could teach art for a, at the uh, Women's Resource Center? And I was like, I would. <laughs> so wow. I started teaching there and I found I really loved working with the uh, cancer patients, giving them some, some way of speaking words that they couldn't really speak yeah. by uh, allowing them to put it into an art project. Wow. And so you've been doing this um, in different capacities. Do you normally, are you normally hired by you know, some kind of a program or are you, or are you normally hired by individuals? What's, what's your, well, I have, I have a studio in my, in my home, mm -hmm. which I teach out of, and I do two retreats a year. So I do a Friday night, Saturday, Sunday. And the one that I'm doing is coming up. It's in July and it's uh, five workshops and we're doing the story of my life mm -hmm. in a booklet form. So we're creating the timeline of our life on the cover then kind of a diorama inside of the, our inner child and on the back a legacy piece so that in those five programs we'll finish that and then I get to take home what they created and in between they'll have them doing some journaling with their piece this is incredible this seems like it can be used in so many different ways for so many different programs for so many different retreats I mean I used to run a retreat before COVID and that would have been a perfect thing to add to a retreat. Yeah, I've, I've done some, you know, groups of therapists. I've done some uh, continuing ed courses. I've got done some with younger, individual younger children. Um, most, of my, most of my clientele is older women. Mm -hmm. But, uh, uh, you know, I can, I can work with anybody. I've, I worked with children for years. I wrote a book for children and mm -hmm. projects to do with them. So... I'm always involved and I love experimenting with mixed media and giving people a chance to really get their hands dirty and leave the mess in my, uh, in my studio. <laughs> right. Right. Is it your intention to ever collaborate with um, people who can diagnose? Because sure. after they go through the, the project, you know, pretty, pretty cleanly without any judgment. And then sometimes you want to know what it, what it does mean and, and, and kind of heal from that. Right. So um, I haven't yet. I've worked with, you know, in the hospitals with groups. Um, just, you know, anybody that asks me to come and work with them, I've done it. And during COVID, I spent a lot of time doing programs for the libraries, local libraries who know me because I've done programs in-house and uh, the senior centers. Mm. How has COVID affected your business? <laughs> Well, at first there was nobody allowed in my studio, so that made right. it pretty quiet. Yeah. It was pretty quiet here. And the other thing is, is that I, I had to um, 
I, I went, changed the program to use torn paper at collage as their media because mm -hmm. most people have magazines at home. And I said, you're just going to use your magazines as if they're colored paper. And I'm going to give you a theme and we're going to work from that. So I did a bunch of programs for Interweave, which is in Summit. And um, we did uh, one called Tales of Transformation, where we used uh, fairy tales as the base. Mm -hmm. And the people created at each, each at their own, you know, in their own home, created a picture. And then we shared at the end. Wow. After they, after they wrote about it and talked about it. And so that was, that was really fun. But it's so hard for me to not be able to see what they're doing and be able to help them as they're going along. <laughs> yeah, because it's all online and you, they're just doing it on their at their own leisure. Yeah, well, not at their own leisure, but in their own homes. Right, and then they have to show me. Like if they're having a problem, they have to show it to me so I can see it, and then I have to show them what I, <laughs> oh, right. what, what way thinking? is the best way for them to do it when I could have just you know drawn it on a piece of paper and showed them. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, that's really incredible. So um, what are some of the ups and downs that you've experienced in your business? Well, the, the one other thing that I did in uh, when COVID first started, uh, I sent out, um, I wrote a book for children's pro projects, as I said before, and I mm -hmm. gave out three every week as soon as we had the lockdown because I knew there were parents home with children and didn't know what to do with them. Right. So I did that right away. Um, it was only for my email list. So I mm -hmm. don't, you know, I could have gotten, I guess if I had more connections, I could have gotten way, you know, spread way further, but I didn't, I didn't know how to at the time. So, um, I'm sorry, what did you ask? <laughs> yeah, no worries. How, what, what are some other things that you've experienced in your business? You've been in business since the nineties. What are some of the ups and downs that you have experienced and creating it and doing it and. You know, there's well, been a couple of different things. And yeah, basically is trying to get, you know, trying to find the right venues where, where to go. And um, it's sometimes hard to explain that I'm not art therapy. I'm, you know, doing mm -hmm. something a little bit different. And I want it, uh, you know, I want people to understand what I'm doing, which is hard to explain sometimes or harder to explain. But um, if they come in my studio, they can see samples really quickly. But if I'm just talking, sometimes it's a little harder to, to get them to understand that. And my biggest uh, hurdle was my son overdosed at, at the age of 23. Mm, and that's goodness. about six years ago now. So if I didn't have this method to work through some of that, I did some paintings with that. And I did a lot of writing and my husband and I had a lot of turmoil that we weren't sure we were going to make it through. Yeah. And um, the work really helped me get through yeah. uh, that. That, I that was, imagine. yeah, that's the biggest giant hurdle. Oh. And I also, you know, lost my parents, which, you know, most people you expect to outlive your parents, but it's always when the second one dies, it always feels like you're an orphan for some reason. It seems, seems very weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I, I, I agree because both of my parents die within a year of each other. And um, it's all of a sudden now you're all alone in the world. You know, you don't even know your place in the world exactly. Or I'm not sure you're asking questions like who's going to love me or something. I'm not sure what's going on with that feeling, but I can totally relate. Yeah, I, I just think there's something something that just happens. It's like suddenly you just go, wait, I'm, I, I'm an orphan. How right. did that happen? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I know that feeling for sure. 
Um, how do you stay inspired? Because I know that, you know, as an artist, you are probably inspired by your students and inspired by, you know, things that are around you, probably very sensitive to things around you. But what's keeping you inspired to keep going? Uh, one of the things that happened, I think, with COVID is that I decided I had to ch uh, change. I used to do uh, bigger themes, like, a, like I said, like the book theme. Yeah. And I had to do kind of shorten them to little themes. So I did uh, one of them was like, uh, if you were a flower, what would you what color, you know, what would you be? And then I asked a whole bunch of questions about color and the heart, what your flower's heart would be and trying to get people to, um, you know, imagine themselves at, at, and just get some feeling into that. And so I've I've created a whole bunch of new programs that I can now kind of use in various places and different themes that work. Um, you know, I, I never did a like a Mother's Day program on the COVID. I did a Mother's Day program. So, you know, it just, it just made me think like a little more outside the box, trying to, to extend myself a little more into everybody's life and yeah. not just people who are suffering from adversity and pain. Yeah, that's incredible. Wow. Uh, what would you tell someone? What kind of advice would you give someone if they were going through something difficult or challenging? Because um, they don't have you in their pocket. You know, how can they work through that? Well, there's a lot that's been written about just being able to to journal about your yourself. And, and if you draw and not worry about you know, who's going to see the drawing, if you just draw what's in your head and, or, you know, use, like I said, collage or something, just get it out of off your body and onto some, uh, onto a piece of paper mm -hmm. that will help. And it also helps you um, if you do a collage, you know, collage is so wonderful because when you're looking through magazines, it, it sparks all kinds of memories with different people and different things that happen. And that always helps. And I think uh, basically one of the biggest ones is it, for bereavement with, was for me also, is you're afraid to, that you're going to forget that person or forget the things that you loved. And so when you do a collage, all those memories can be in one place and you can keep it for yourself. And it, it's a really nice way to be able to have everything in one place. Yeah, to celebrate them, to remember them to heal, to smile, to laugh, you know, because a lot of times, you know, you're feeling the pain, but you're not remembering, oh, my goodness, I remember when we did that. That's amazing, yeah. you know. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of that, uh, a lot of memories come with that. And I think it's really, it's really terrific. It really helps people. Um, and the other thing that's really interesting, I think um, most women, if you just ask them to do art, they'll tell you they don't do art. They're terrible artists. Mm -hmm. But but I always say to them, don't you, didn't you like pick out everything in your bedroom or everything in your living room? And didn't you make it nice so that you can walk in and feel good about it? So you do have an artistic piece. And then women can always like match if you want to match your shirt right. and you don't have the shirt with you, they can do that. Yes. And yep. it's, uh, it's just amazing to me when women say they don't know how to do art. <laughs> I just like, oh, no, you do. You just don't trust yourself, you know? Right. That's so, so true. I, yeah. I, I always, I am always really happy when people walk out of the studio with something they really love that they created. It's, it's 
that's what keeps me going. It sounds so powerful. Like I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, you got to come. <laughs> I want to do that. I'm coming to we Jersey. Can do it. Yeah. <laughs> we can do it online. It won't be quite as much fun, but. <laughs> wow, that's so very cool. How can people find you? Because I'm sure people are thinking, hey, I need to do that. Yeah, so I, yeah, I call my, my business artist therapy. And the as is really particular because it means that I'm not doing art therapy. I'm not diagnosing you or analyzing any of your work. I just want you to go away for a couple hours and forget about your troubles. And so the business is called art as therapy with hyphens.com. So it's art hyphen as hyphen therapy.com. I love it. Definitely check her out. Um, find her and, uh, Check out what she's doing. I think this is such an amazing thing. There's so many people right now that's going through anxiety and stress and difficulties and uncertainty. And I think if they have some other way to have an outlet. Uh, and, you know, I always remember in high school or in grade school that art was such a fun, you know, little thing to do. Fun, You know, we don't we don't do that all the time anymore. Yeah. I actually added because I did a I created a journal and I put like an art page, a coloring page, to give us that feeling that we did we had when we were doing some kind of art. So I love what you're doing. Yeah, it's it's really uh, it's really a, a treat to to give people something that you know like something that they haven't tried and and that's really why the clientele is is the age that it is because they haven't done art in so long yeah and they're kind of done with working and done with you know uh tired of being pushed all the time and this is something they can do that's simple and and fun i love and it. brings them back to childhood <laughs> it does it does I, I think it's great lisa thank you so much this was amazing and I can look for I'd really look forward to all the things we're going to be doing in the future. Great, thanks. 